Hey, hey, welcome to Her Legacy Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today for this episode with Dr. LaVon Pineda. She is a chiropractor by trade. She has been in the health industry just closing in on 30 years, and we're talking about her latest project, which is a passion project, her book, her movement around pelvic pain. And just how you take a very curious situation, in her case, she was suffering with pelvic pain and really took it upon herself to figure it out, figure out what solutions were feasible, not willing to just stand by and listen to other people say, oh, it's just in your head or this is as much as you're going to be able to do. So she basically went on this mission, synthesized all this information that she learned from various modalities and techniques and health practitioners and created her own way. And for that, I admire her so much. So pelvicpainprogram.com is where you can find her latest book, which is called Decoding Pelvic Pain by Dr. LaVon Pineda, an incredible woman who is forging ahead and she believes that healing is possible. So with that, Here we go. Welcome to Her Legacy Podcast. Here we celebrate women in business doing more than just climbing that corporate ladder. This is about holding a space where we celebrate what it means to be a female entrepreneur. We share the good, the bad, the ugly of being in business for ourselves. Our vision is way bigger than just the fancy titles. It's about amplifying the vision each one of us has to leave our own dent in the world. And in doing so, we're inspiring other women to do the same. My name is Patty Dominguez and welcome to Her Legacy Podcast for legacy leaders like you. Thank you, Dr. Levon, for being on Her Legacy Podcast. As always, I appreciate you and what you share and really what you're doing to help spread the word. You have a saying, you say healing is possible. We're going to talk more about that on the show today, but I always like to start out my guests with the let's get braggy. So what is your superpower, do you believe? Thank you. Thank you for having me. So my superpower with decoding pelvic pain is certainly that I have gone through this. Everything that I write about has been my experience of one, going through it with my own body and then finding the solutions and then sharing it. So I can really identify with what people have gone through or are going through with chronic pelvic pain. Okay. So question for you on this. So as we're talking, I know you have this incredible ability to grab a concept or get on a topic and then you deep dive and you completely immerse yourself so -hmm. that you're really learning and standing in integrity. Do you think that that is one of the reasons that you're successful and you really make it a mission to set yourself apart? Absolutely. When I get excited about a topic, certainly with my own body of having pelvic pain, I don't know how excited I was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was a little rough. But I like to dive deep, deep, deep in not only like all of the books that we can get, but the research and what different practitioners have found, like completely different, like from OBGYNs to MDs to PTs to chiropractors, like everybody. And then dig into the research to really, like, that's why the book was so awesome with decoding, to really figure out uh, topics, the hows and the whys. 
and I enjoy it. I enjoy that kind of research. And certainly when it was my own body, there was a different motivation because I was so desperate. But absolutely, I would say that that's one of the uh, I do that in practice, you know, with patients who come in with something that I haven't seen before. I really dive in deep to find the answers with CBD, with everything that I do, with new topics, I dive in and find the answers because, you know, as you know, Patty, with you, I mean, you don't want to be referring something or giving advice if you don't have that core knowledge of it. So it's very important to me to learn as much as I can about subjects. Yeah, it makes sense. And here's where you've been in the healthcare industry collectively or the cumulative timeline is 30 years, you said, in one of the videos that I watch with you. And one of the things that I find that you're very open to, because we work together, was the concept of originally talking about, well, how do you set yourself apart? So as someone who is a chiropractor or has been a chiropractor in your career, we did a pivot. And so really this show is talking about how to own a specific niche and it can get kind of scary because you may think counterintuitively like, wow, that's really limiting, let's say for example. But in your case, how did you feel about this whole idea when we were talking about creating a niche for yourself in pelvic pain? So you'd been traditionally a chiropractor. Was there any fear with doing that? Or what were some apprehensions, excuse me, as you were thinking about where to take your career kind of to the next level? So there wasn't really wasn't a fear with that because in my situation, I was in such a desperate place that I didn't know if I would be able to continue with chiropractic Mm. because the way I adjust is a very physical adjustment and physically I couldn't do it. And I didn't want to compromise with how I believe, you know, my chiropractic is and do a different technique. So I had to figure out, I had to pivot, right? With what do I want to do with chiropractic? But then as being a chiropractor or a practitioner. And so it was really easy for me to pivot into pelvic pain, into like a pelvic pain program because it fit. It fit really well with where I was in my life. So the pivoting was actually, it was quite easy once I got to the other end of that. But to get to there, to get to the end of the tunnel, there was a lot of, you know, I was going through hopelessness. Like, what am I going to do? Because honestly, as a chiropractor, if I don't do chiropractic, what else can I do? I mean, that's my passion. That's my love. So figuring out the answers with this and pivoting into pelvic pain was awesome. It was really a nice way to continue with what I'm doing and be able to help a whole different niche. It was exciting to me to get to that. The process was a little tough (laughs) (laughs) because I had pain during this, but the more I researched and stuff, it was quite easy to pivot. Yeah. And I think it was both in learning new skill sets or learning new modalities or making the awareness really well-rounded, but then also getting into a completely different field, which is on the marketing side of things. So when we started working together, one of the things that is very common, and this is not like you're alone in this one is, well, what kind of marketing are you doing? And you're like, well, aside from maybe a print article or something opportunistically where you're doing a talk, this whole world of online marketing is really daunting potentially, right? So one of the things that we thought of collectively is like, wow, let's take that superpower of you having this ability to 
deep dive very, very diligently, completely immersing yourself in topics and writing a book. How easy or how difficult, what was your comfort level in terms of this idea of writing a book? So (laughs) writing a book was very difficult (laughs) because I love to research. I love to read. I love to write notes, figure things out, create, you know, programs for patients. But sitting down and writing it down in a natural order is not my thing. It's not something I really enjoy. So to sit down and write a book, it was tough to collaborate it, to get it to where the consumer could understand it and not, you know, talk in my language, which, you know, chiropractic, we can get so deep that nobody knows what I'm talking about. So that part was difficult, but as it started going and I had an artist who drew all these amazing pictures for it, as I started seeing it, it got more exciting and a lot easier. So in the beginning it was difficult, but you know, halfway through it started to come alive and wow, to tell you the truth, I didn't intend to write a book. Right. It was supposed to be a six or seven page ebook. Right. And that was my beginning of writing an ebook. But the more research and the more I wrote, it just kept getting bigger and bigger. So I'm like, I got to put this in there. I got to put this in there. I can't just give them a piece of the pie. They need the whole pie. Mm -hmm. So the book became more of a mission. Yeah. The more people I can help, the better. So once I took my chiropractic philosophy and put it into the book, it became easy. Right. Well, and I thought what was really cool is exactly that, the transition between writing an ebook, and I remember having that discussion around we're like, well, if you're thinking you want to include this, this, and that, you should definitely think about writing a book. You're like, what? What are you talking about? And sometimes it takes somebody else to just show you that there's possibility and something that you didn't even perhaps consider. But what was really cool is that we went through this transition, even where you can get really nerdy, and I can too, (laughs) you can get really nerdy in your space. And it was pulling back a little bit and saying, okay, make it conversational how is it that you're relating to your end patient or end customer? So I go back on that one really real key tip is that we always want to position things as if we're speaking to our best friend across the table from you. And I I think that when you do it that way, it's a safe way to present new ideas in a way that's really approachable. And so I think decoding pelvic pain is just that. It's an approachable book. I think it's really interesting how people or someone told you that it's like a coffee table book, even the way it's laid out. Yeah. That was fantastic because once I started going into it, it has to be right. You know, it, it has to be perfect for me. And so I had an artist who drew some amazing pictures and so it's in color. And I mean, I I put everything into it and it's definitely, that was a a huge compliment with this patient who said that it, it was his coffee table book. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Hey there, my legacy leader. Thank you so much for checking out today's show. We're about halfway done, but I wanted to give you the opportunity to engage further as this episode incites some creativity in you. If you're interested in leaving your own dent in the world, leaving your legacy, I have a very special three-part video series for you. It's what I call the business trinity. And as solopreneurs, we are looking to create a sustainable business. And what I have found is three distinct pillars to make it happen. So I'm sharing that with you, absolutely complimentary. Head on over 
to businesstrinity.com. Again, businesstrinity.com. Grab that three-part video series for yourself. It includes some downloadables in there and you will walk away with clarity on where the opportunities are so that you can leave your legacy. Let's continue with the show. And then how do you feel about the online marketing component of putting this all together and then just diving into doing videos and things that are out of your comfort zone? So one of the discussions that we also had was the importance of really putting yourself out there. And I know initially (laughs) you were maybe really uncomfortable on video and now you look at it and say, I could do this video, I'll knock it out. Tell me about the beginning of that whole adventure and what was going on there. Well, I swore at you a lot. You did. And that's okay. I can handle it. (laughs) To your face. And it was even worse not to your face. (laughs) So I'm a huge introvert, but you would never know it if you came into my office. I'm alive. I'm up. I'm on. You know, it's, it's very easy for me. But outside, I like quiet and I like to be behind the scenes. That's really my comfort zone. So in the beginning, getting in front of the camera... You know, I did it right out the gate. I was finishing the book and then we did five videos and it was very difficult. I was very monotone. I would, as soon as you turn that camera on, my personality, I don't know, it's like, you know, a pin in a balloon. There goes my personality. So the beginning was very difficult. It was very, talk about comfort zone. I mean, I was getting through it. I was pushing myself. But after a while, yeah, it's getting easier and easier. I can't tell you how many videos I've done on my own, which is one after another, after another, after another, just to get better and get more comfortable. And now it's more like, I only have two minutes. Let me get this done. Yeah. So it's getting easier. And I imagine in a year from now is going to get really easy. Right now it's a lot easier and I just don't have time to be messing around with you know, being perfect anymore. I love that. That's and super important to hear. The key, right? Because yes. it's like you slip up, you know, you fumble over a word or you just keep moving. And uh, I swear these kids nowadays, they're growing up doing selfies and it's just so easy for them and so natural because they're just themselves on the camera. Yeah. So it's a new skill and it's definitely getting easier from the beginning. And I'll just, you know, like if you told me to do a video right now, I said, how many minutes do you want? (laughs) I'll send it to you. That's what I did that last time. I'll send it to you in 10 minutes. I'll get you the video. Yeah, which is really cool. And here's the thing is that at the beginning, some of the videos that you did, you were, it's funny how we get in our heads. And what's really interesting is that the person, the receiving end could see it. There's something energetic about that. Versus now you're like, come on, let's take a tour of my office. You know what I mean? And you just do those types of videos and you crank them out. And I think the key lesson there is that know that at the beginning of when you're doing anything, you're going to suck. You know, that's just the way it is. And then you suck less and then less Mm -hmm. until eventually you get better. And then you get really good at it where it's like a conscious confidence. You just like crank them out like nobody's business. So I think that that was really key. And I just want to commend you because... Through it all, even if you're like, you know, like, and you're like swearing and this and that, but you did it, but you did it. And so that's a really important lesson is if you really want to stand apart, one of these things is that you absolutely have to get out of your comfort zone. So tell me about decoding pelvic pain. If somebody was listening and is experiencing pelvic pain, what is decoding pelvic pain and how is it different? 
So it's very different. So the first thing I want to say, if so if there's somebody who's listening to this, know that you are not alone because what I found with my own experience and with a lot of the ladies that I've helped with and some men also, I've helped men, is that when you're going, either you know your practitioners don't understand it or you feel like you're alone. And so the first thing I want people to know is they are not alone. This is very, very common. And the decoding pelvic pain, so the beginning of the book is more of my story because I really wanted people to be able to identify that I'm not just some doctor coming out with this, you know, here's this protocol, try this, try that, that I actually experienced it and it is excruciate, it's terrible. And I hope that people don't have to experience it. But if they do, there's a solution. So the beginning of the book really talks about my experience as well as the hows and in the whys, which I think is very, very important for somebody to understand, one, why they have it or how did they get it? Because it's such a mystery. Mine just came up all of a sudden, but it didn't. It was insidious. It was happening over time. And then when I couldn't get rid of the symptoms with adjustments, that's when I started to really identify that there's an issue here. So the beginning of the book is set up that way. And then we get right into solution because no one wants to be reading all kinds of physiology and anatomy and the, you know, neurology, all of that. When they're in pain, I mean, they're just going to toss their book because I can tell you why, because I have several books that I've tossed. I tried to read books to help myself. I can't tell you how many books I've ordered that I just couldn't do it. You know, you, you can't sit and read this stuff. So I get right into solution. And what I found is that with the physiology and neurology of knowing that as a chiropractor, there are common threads with how people heal. And so it doesn't matter what it's caused from because there can be a bladder issue or menopause or endometriosis. You know, somebody might have IBS. That's all of the core root, but the solutions are very, very similar. There's just some things like somebody who has IBS, we want to identify their diet or somebody else you know, there's things that you can do specifically for these things, but dealing with the core muscles and the pelvic floor itself, getting that relaxed and then the stabilization, strengthening that area so you can get better at your life and not have as many flare-ups. Like that's all very similar. So the book is laid out like that. Like we identify all of those different things that people will be experiencing. So they might not identify with one part of it, but they'll definitely identify with like the flare-ups. So I put a list of all different things that can create flare-ups and they might identify with five of those, but I'll tell you those five are gold because the worst thing about having pelvic pain is getting a flare-up. You know, you might be on vacation, you get a flare-up and you're out for the rest of the vacation in pain. So we want to avoid those. I mean, it was just so exciting to do the book and to think, oh, this area was going to help this person and this area is going to help this person. Yeah. You know, what's really cool is that after you were done with the book, you even said, I'm thinking of another book. (laughs) I do. I have another one. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the saying goes, everyone's got a book in them. And then once you open that door, you get inspired Mm -hmm. to to write another book and talk about another topic within that realm or, or whatever, which is really a lot of fun. So tell me, where do you see your business going, let's say in the next three years? Oh, it's just, it's so wide open now. That's what's exciting about this is... One, you know, of course I want to help patients. I get energized from getting my hands on people and helping them and getting that interpersonal, that connection. Love it. But the 
this has just expanded my view so much about this is now global. This is something that I can help people on a global level online, you know, with walking them through. I just did a pilot program with a bunch of women, which was fantastic. They were all around the country and I walked them through the book and they had some questions and they had some, like I do this exercise and I hurt and I was able to quickly identify why and then keep them moving through the progress. So that was fantastic. And then the other thing is, is that I don't have to be their chiropractor. I've referred these people to different practitioners in their area for dry needling. I just get right on the web during these calls and I, I find somebody in their area. So I've been able to refer other docs to them and they can still be very successful in the program. So where do I see myself in three right. years? It's I see that my network is going to expand with different doctors, PTs, DCs, you know, people who can do dry needling, OBs, and be able to refer to them. As you can tell, I'm so excited because it's just wide open, right? And this program complements all of those cares. So, I mean, I can really get people to solution or help them or help guide them. Absolutely. So no longer am I just stuck in my office in Willow Glen, California, San Jose. Suddenly it's expanded to global, not only the U.S., but what's to stop us now? We have Skype and we have so many different ways of going around the world. I see expansion into you know helping so many more people. That's fantastic. And then you have the Decoding Pelvic Pain book. You have online course now, which is really great. And then you also are looking at launching your supplement line, yeah, which is coming out very shortly. So there's a lot of different multifaceted ways. And of course, you can do, to your point, the online consulting. You can do it in office. We've talked about retreats. So it really expands the ability for you to impact people, whether locally, online, whether in your neighborhood or across the globe, which is really great. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. There's just no limits. Yeah, it's really cool. All right. So tell me, I'm going to completely pivot here. I'm going to switch. I'm going to do the switcheroo on you. If your life were a song, what is the best song that represents your life? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't even... You know I'm an analytical. I'm going through the 80s right now, and then I'm in the 90s. And she's so in her left brain right now, everybody. I'm so deep. I'm going. I mean, I don't know. I'm like Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. No, I'm just. That's a good one. Well, that was the first one that came to mind, so that'll work. Stairway to Heaven, always a good classic. Okay, another one. What's a personal development or growth habit that you have? Oh, there's so much. Um, Okay, so. You know what it is? I think so, but I'll let you answer yours and then I'll give you mine. Okay. So a, a personal development, and this is, I learned this from Dr. Kramata way back when, well before, I mean, 30 years ago, he said something that really rang true was every year he wants to be better than the last year in practice. That's awesome. And so I took that to heart. So every year I want to be better as a doctor or better at whatever I'm doing. So every year, you know, on on the 31st, I'm not, you know, partying it up. I'm taking a look and reflecting Mm. and it's like, okay, how can I improve this year? 
So that's in all aspects of life. That's in practice, in my relationship, in my, you know, in my home, in my habits, whatever I can do. Not goals, you know, I'm going to do this because I just, I fail at New Year's <laughs> resolutions. You know? No, I, I know just, it's a flash in the pan. I mean, it doesn't, it's not real. No, not at all. What I was going to say is that you are absolutely stellar about being consistent, whether it's the mentoring that you do in the organizations you're a part of, or for example, from a health standpoint, you've got me into swimming, which is really cool. I know. And you're just so good. You're so good to your body. You're so good to your spirit. Like I feel like you're very aligned in that way. And of course, it's not like you're a hundred percent Zen, but you work at it and I see it very clearly. You're very consistent with it. Thank you. Yeah. You're really awesome about it. All right. What is your definition of success? My definition of success is is that internal happiness and peace. So, you know, it's not all of the things. Of course, all the things are awesome. Don't get me wrong. I want all the things. But it's your insides. You know, so if you're at peace, if you're good, then you're good, no matter what you're doing. You got it. That's it. Yeah. And last question. After all is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? Well, now it's certainly changed. Before my legacy was in my office, it was I want to help people get their lives back in my office. But now my legacy is so much more than that, because if I'm not around, I mean, this could still keep going. Like People can still be doing the program from the book and getting to the other side into solutions. So my legacy is I just want to continue to help people get to that next level. That's awesome. I love it. All right, Dr. Levan Pineda, thank you so much for being on her Legacy Podcast. If you are interested in checking out Dr. Levan's latest book, Decoding Pelvic Pains, an international best-selling book, you can find her on social media channels. We are everywhere. YouTube. She is on Instagram, on Facebook. Watch her, her supplement line and all of these wonderful things. Again, pelvicpainprogram.com is where that engagement starts so you can get her book. You just pay shipping and you also get one of her online courses, which is her breathing exercises, which is fantastic. So Dr. Levan Pineda, thank you so much for being on her Legacy Podcast. And I actually want to have you on again to see what the developments have been. And as we keep moving forward, it'd be really interesting to see and and also see how much of a rock star you are with your videos. Yes. <laughs> Let's hope I get, keep getting better. <laughs> you're going you're to be working those videos. Let's do it. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Her Legacy Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done so. That way you won't miss any of the episodes. Also, if you're feeling very generous, please head on over to iTunes. Leave us a rating and review. I love the five stars, but more importantly, in the review section, let me know where you're from. What are you doing? What's your business? How are you leaving your legacy? I want to know, leader. So that way... I can give you a shout out on my show. So take advantage of that. would love to hear you so that we're really creating momentum here with what we're doing at Her Legacy Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for being here.